Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's around the house. We have legislation issues out there in certain states sure. because my personal belief is that every house should have a working ventilation hood that yes. goes outside the building. Yes. And I don't understand that even in my state where they, if I do a remodel and I pull a building permit, guess what? That has to be a hood that vents outside. Yep. I can still go into a home center. Yep. And, and buy a recirculating. And I'm like, you know, a recirculating hood is about as smart as a recirculating toilet. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting anywhere. I mean, for the most part, yeah. I, I think we'd argue that if, if, if you've got to have one, you maybe you live in an apartment, then yeah. that's your best option. Make sure you change that filter. Make sure you're, you're treating that right. But then find another way to ventilate the house. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know. But we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to the Around the House show. This is where we talk about everything about your home every single week. Thanks for joining us today. I am still down here in Las Vegas at the Design and Construction Week. This is a combination of the International Builder Show, Kitchen and Bath Industry Show, and even this year, the National Hardware Show. So this is the one place in the world you gotta be if you're doing anything around your home. And I'm in one of my favorite booths with one of my absolutely favorite people. I'm sitting here in the Bronuto booth where we are gonna talk about ventilation today and so much more stuff. Dave, welcome back to Around the House, my friend. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Ah, this is great. Man, you guys, again, are changing the rules of ventilation again. We are changing the rules of ventilation. Uh, yeah, innovation's are our game this year. I, I think it's incredible what, what we've been able to come up with and just the advances and changes. I mean, we're we're all talking about it, right? Yeah. It's been in the news for years now. And, I mean, just the other day, we had another big news splash. Uh, and you can be on any side of the fence on that you want to. But, holy cow. Let's like, unpack that one. All right, let's let's, let's do unpack it. it. We're just going to dive in. Let's I go. Love it. We're just going in knee deep here. You know... The gas range ban, and I'm using air quotes that nobody can see right yep. now, is one of those things that um, really got me fired up because I'm like, okay, and you probably feel the same way, yep. but I look at it and go, we have a ventilation issue. Yes. This is not just a gas range issue. Correct. There, sure, there could be gas ranges that are leaking. There could yep. be anything else. Yep. But that is such a small part of the ventilation problem yeah. compared to everything else that's coming up in your area. Yeah, well, 100%. Yeah, I mean, anything you cook on your gas range, on your electric range, you could have a wood-burning range. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. There's something going into the air off of your range. You're, we were talking earlier, you know, you're frying your country fried steak or whatever yeah. it is, right? That's that's emitting oil and, and smoke and all sorts of other things in the air that you can't see and you're breathing right in. Without that, that range hood, getting that out, you're going to run into a lot of problems. So we don't care. Like no. Use whatever range you like, what, wherever you're at, keep it, use it, right? We love Think it. Think about this. When you walk into grandmother's house and you have that cookie smell. Oh, yeah. We all love mm. that. It's awesome, but that's really not healthy. <laughs> it's kind of like new, new car yeah. smell, right? You go, yeah. oh, this is great. Uh -oh. oh, these VOCs smell oh, so amazing. And the VOCs coming off the leather, I love it. Yep. These aren't really supposed to be good smells no. for us. In fact, uh, you should be able to walk into your house and smell absolutely nothing. I don't know if, if your listeners know who Christoph Irwin is. Uh, he's he's based in Atlanta, and he's got the... Um, anyway, yeah. 
brilliant guy, uh, and he and I were talking about it, and he said, yeah, e- e- good smells, bad smells, it doesn't matter. A smell is a sign that there's something in your air that shouldn't be there. So, yeah. yes, baking cookies, like, please, I want it, but know that, like, that's not good. If you've got little kids, like, they're breathing these fumes. Like, this is not good. We should get rid of that. Uh, you know, take them outside and smell them. Yeah. Maybe. There we go. I don't know. That's yeah, better. Okay, sure. I mean, if they're in front of you, you smell them. I mean, fine, you are. Right? That's true, yeah. ready to consume it. Absolutely. But, you know, that's the thing, and it's, it's such a misconception out there. Yeah. And, I mean, we have legislation issues out there in certain states sure. because my personal belief is that every house should have a working ventilation hood that yes. goes outside the building. Yes. And I don't understand that even in my state where they, if I do a remodel and I pull a building permit, guess what? That has to be a hood that vents outside. Yep. I could still go into a home center. Yep. And, and buy a they will, they will go, hey, well, don't, don't worry about that duct. I'm going to give you a recirculating one. And I'm like, you know, a recirculating hood is about as smart as a recirculating toilet. <laughs> You're not getting anywhere. I mean, for the most part, yeah. I, I think we'd argue that if, if, if you've got to have one, you maybe you live in an apartment, and yeah. that's your best option. Make sure you're changing that filter. Make sure you're, you're treating that right. But then find another way to ventilate the house. Yeah. If you don't have that hood, which you should, it's the right way to do it. Yeah. A hood that ventilates out. I get it. Sometimes you can't do it. Make sure you have something else. Run your bath fan, right? We don't think about that. Small apartment. Oh, yeah. Like, usually a small apartment's not going to have a vented range hood. It's going to have a recirculating but run your bath fan. That's going to be ventilated out. Code requires that everywhere. Absolutely. There's no such thing, basically, as a, as a recirculating bath fan, right? No. So run it. Crack a window if you can. Not the best scenario. You're bringing in whatever's outside, but it's probably better than whatever's coming off your range. Man, probably better. Absolutely. And bath fans are a great example of that because I use them for ventilation in my house because that's one of my next steps is, uh, and I just created my own uh, fresh air intake problem at my house because I've Uh-oh. got a really cool HVAC system, Carry Infinity. Awesome. Yep. Um, I had my dog door, which was my makeup air, except oh. a little tease for you guys watching the show. My first segment I'm doing on the DIY is I put in an automatic dog door. Nice. Which is really cool for the dogs, except I just closed up my makeup air. You sure did. So. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> That's my next issue. All right, makeup air. Makeup well, air. I'd love to talk about that yeah. one. Where, do you, and, this, you, and I'm surprising you with this question. Where are you putting it? Where are you putting the makeup air when it comes in? Where are you dumping it? I, Right now, I haven't done that yet, so I'm not Where sure. Where are you going to dump it? Um, good question. Okay. You know, All I have right. uh, my my HVAC system, which is a gas furnace electric AC. Okay. That is in the garage, but it's really close to the exterior, so I could come in, hook into that system there. Okay. All There's right. some room to do that. Okay. That would be one. All right. Um, and there's other places in the house I can okay. hide it. Yeah, there's so. a lot. We've, we've had a lot of conversations around that. It seems to be another one of those topics that no one wants to talk about because it's scary. Where yeah. do you put where you put unconditioned air, you know, yeah. which is what you're doing, where do you dump that in? We're, we're trying to work on that too because that's, that's, that's a big challenge. So and I'm always it, interested to hear about what people are doing with it. And then my house is even more so because I have a 1200 CFM max hood in there because yeah, I have yeah. a 48 inch range. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's, that's 1,200 basketballs going out the building. That's a lot of air. Where's it coming from, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. 100%. Luckily, I don't have any other gas burning. I don't have like a gas, uh, you know, a gas water heater or something that I'm pulling in. Okay. You know, okay. I'm not yep. dragging carbon monoxide back in, yep. but I'm still pulling dirty air from the crawl space and attic yep. space or something like that. What are you doing for uh, for fresh air? Do you run an ERV in your house or an not HRV? Yet. Not yet. Yet. Oh, I heard a yet in there. Yeah, like it's that. going to be okay. happening. Right, so right. it's going to be happening. You know, I know. <laughs> we'll talk about that All right. later. All right, good. But let's talk about ERVs for a minute okay. because my biggest problem that I had with them, and one, I hadn't really designed it out yet. It's always one of the things that, okay, that's the next step. Yep. But my biggest problem that I didn't like about them is I'm in wildfire country. Yeah. And in August, September, there could be a week or two sure. where we're the worst air quality in the world. Sure. 
And sure. I didn't want to have something that I was going to have to manage on my own and go, did I turn that off today? Yeah. No, I totally get it. And then me turning it back on again is yeah, going to be the worst part because right. I'm going to forget about it. Right. Or if you're not home to do it. With right. your wife, you're relying on somebody else at the house to handle it. Yeah. So we're we're taking a look at that uh, in, in a really big way, a really unique way. And in fact, maybe I, maybe I can announce this now. Sure. We're, uh, we won today at iBiz, we won the um, best indoor product of the entire show for our Overture system, which oh. manages this problem. So let's jump into that. Let's jump into that. All right, all right, okay. So Overture is a system of, you know, it's an automated indoor air quality system. Yeah. And it's a bunch of switches and sensors that go around your house. All the switches have sensors in them. You have sensors you can put in all over your house. You can hardwire them. You can plug them in. So we can measure air. And we all yeah. know about that now. We've all seen molecules and awares and air things, and we've all heard them. They're probably here, and they make cool products that tell you what's going on. Yeah. And then they tell you, okay, great, go open your window. But you just told me your problem was there's a forest fire outside. Yeah. I'm not opening my window. Right? Of course not. So what was your, what's your solution for that? So what we've done is we've designed the system to work with our fresh air systems to say, nice. wait, there's bad indoor air quality outside. We, we look at the EPA's AQI score, the yep. air quality index. And if it says, this is no bueno, we are not, you should not be breathing this, the system will say, nope, we're going to go into recirc mode, going to shut down the fresh air supply. We're okay for a little while here. There's enough air in the home. We're not going to suffocate overnight. Yep. Like, we got some time. The system will run, and it'll still exhaust things as yep. it needs to, and then it'll bring that fresh air in when the air quality is better. Yeah, because I'll pull up on my phone, and I'm like, oh, that's bright red. That's not yeah. a good day today. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's where I was like, I'm just not that consistent to trust myself to go, okay, I'm going to yeah. have to manually manage this. Well, and we're not smart enough. Let's be real. Like, I am because I work at a company that does yeah. air quality. The average consumer, the average homeowner out there doesn't know. My wife doesn't know when to turn on the bath fan half the time. Right. Or the range hood, always. Let me be clear. Always. Every always. time you're in there, turn it on, leave it run for 20 minutes when you're done cooking or in the shower, whatever it is. But anyway, we don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. It's just another thing in my day to worry about. Automate it. Overture automates it. Just handles everything for you. Turns on the bath fan. Turns on the range hood. Turns on your fresh air. And then is smart enough to know when not to turn it on. See, that's what I've been waiting for because I have the boxes of Overture sitting at yeah. my desk at home. Yeah. I just got to have that fresh air system be able to hook that yeah. up and make sense. Yeah. And then that will also work with bath fans and stuff yeah. too. Absolutely. Yep. It'll trigger your bath fan. So if you're in the shower, kids, right? I know you've got some kids oh, yeah. that are that are older and probably you know out of high school and yeah. you probably spend a lot of time in the shower in high school and never oh. turn the bath fan on. And some people like that, right? I know you've got a steam shower. Yeah. That's great. Like it's a what a good feeling to just kind of have that warmth envelop you and you just feel really good. But where does that moisture go? Right. And well two things with that. So last year at this show, on the way home, we stayed a couple days late in in uh, Orlando. What do we bring home? Julie and I bring home COVID from that. Yeah, of course. Of course, because we're down with yeah. 75 of our closest friends <laughs> right. in a trade show. Right. So those things happened back then. Yep. Now we don't have to worry as much about that. But as we did that, we got home. That steam shower, I was taking like two steams and three oh, steams a day yeah. just doing that. Yeah. And it was awesome. And then we added a system in my shower that's really cool. It's an air drying system. Oh, cool. Oh, so it's automatic. Yeah. So yeah. I, I jump out of the shower. I hit the timer. For 20, 40, 60, like 120 or whatever yeah, on it. Yeah. And it has 12 air jets that dry that it out. Dried out. But where does that moisture go? Still it got somewhere else in the house. Yeah, yeah, Now yeah, yeah. it's in the rest of the house. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, ventilate it, right? And it doesn't have to be in the bathroom in that scenario. If it's pushing it out, I mean, you could have it in a room adjacent or next door or whatever it is, yeah. right? Just make sure you're ventilating. And you know that, right? Yeah. But not everybody thinks about it, right? We well, love that feeling. The, the fog near means like, oh, it was warm and it was nice. But, man, that's causing black mold to grow in your walls. You can't even see it. People don't know it. It's almost right? scary. I almost want to tell people to knock a hole and look. Yeah. It's scary. And then that that's not just a health issue. That's a structural issue. 
issue, right? Yeah. Black mold will eat that wood right up, eat your, your drywall up, and like you've got some serious well, problems. Well, so what I did on my showers, I designed it so I have a transom over that moves, oh, that pivots, smart. and then my vent fan location is about 12 inches from that. Perfect. Yeah, you were solid, I just wanted man. to have a freeway getting right out yes. of there. Yes. Al, actually, you know what? You should put uh, you should put overture in, and you should put a humidity-sensing fan in. Yes. Because it will automatically sense right there at its location, specifically, because it's the room sensor might be in an outlet or hardwired somewhere nearby, yeah. but not right there. Might be another option for yeah, you. Yeah, because if that fan's working, if, the, if that steam up there and that humidity, right? Yep. If I have it over in the wall where it comes in, right. that I have to bring a lot of humidity in for yep. that at that location to yep. go, hey, there yep. it's gonna go right. boom. We call I it see spot it. ventilation, right? A yeah. range hood, a bath fan, a spot ventilation. And well, we get another story on that one. Uh, I've got a daughter that's a year and a half old. Yeah, so we have diapers, a diaper yeah. pail, right? Oh, like, yeah. Which is awful and terrible and yeah. smelly. Um, so spot ventilation isn't just for bathrooms. It's not just for your kitchen. You can put it in any room. So I'm going to put in, we have this product called the 744, okay. which is a great name. No, it's not. Uh, for, a, for a product that secret is agent. A secret agent. Do I like it? Maybe that's the product name, secret See? agent. I like it. Thanks. Check secret the mail. agent 744. I love it. It's a uh, it's a recessed light. So it okay. looks like a recessed light. So you can put it in any room in a home where yeah. you may not normally have ventilation. You wouldn't want the traditional bath fan look. I get uh, it. It's totally not get sexy, it. right? Yeah, it's not sexy at all, right? Unless you've got one of those old chrome ones that you were talking yeah. about in your you know, 1970s. 1970s. I love it. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, that recessed light is a really cool option for rooms like a nursery or even a bedroom we lock ourselves in we might close the door we don't want the kids running in and out the kids bedroom the teenagers oh, bedroom oh my even, gosh i'm right? not ready i'm not i know ready. you're not ready but for all you teenagers <laughs> out there parents yeah. this could go in and you walk in you're like oh my gosh it smells like a an old gym in here yep. we got to fix this well you might not fix that problem, but at least you can ventilate it. You can ventilate it. Yeah, you can get rid of all of those odors, that grossness. Yeah, absolutely. We had some uh, colleague on our team that uh, has two sons that play hockey. Oh, and wow. I don't know if you know anything about hockey I pads and hockey. hockey gear. Yes. But that is it is most a rank smell. Oh, <laughs> It is a sponge. Horrible. Yeah. Uh, so they, they've done the same thing and put in their mudroom. Uh, they actually put our um, Surface Shield product, which is a bath fan that has uh, light in it, an LED light yep. that kills mold, mildew, viruses, bacteria, yeast, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's not UV. So it's not going to harm anything. And you're not yellowing stuff. That yellowing right? stuff. You're not eroding your uh, your caulk in your shower yep. or whatever it is or in the bathroom. So uh, they put that in their mudroom to kill off a lot of those odors and to ventilate. So yeah. we're thinking about spot ventilation more than just the bathroom, which is traditionally where we see it. We're thinking about other rooms and and ways to hide it, ways yeah. to look at it. Yeah. I got to show you a picture here, and you guys off to share it up later on social media. But Julie and I go walking. We go out walking the dog. Right, we're yep. out cruising around and. When we're out doing that, we see neighbors' houses and stuff. Of course. And I'm going to show you this picture, brand new house, and these are the glass garage doors, and it's Ooh. a dry day. That's uh, that's that's a little bit of steam on those. Uh, yeah, there uh, there is water running down the inside of wow. all of those glass doors. I'm pretty sure that's not supposed to happen. No. Yeah. No. Brand yeah. new house. You can see it's brand new. Yikes. But it's not raining outside. It's, Yikes. It's, not, it's dry. It's dry. So that's scary. Garage for us oh, in the yeah. Pacific Northwest. When you have a brand new home, that that is a house that they tore down this last year. Yep. Built a brand new one. It's a multi-million dollar house sure. right there. And you've got a oh, and they bad. don't even have a car in it yet from the rain. Oh no! And that's an empty garage. I bet you it's. Uh, I wonder if it's a conditioned space or it's at least got to be finished. It's finished. All right. It's oh, finished. All right. But so it's holding in. But it can't be conditioned because it would oh, be in a garage, right? Yeah, 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 All of a sudden, if you take the car in there, oh. I didn't see any other... I mean, it could be conditioned if you had your own 
system in there like you oh, had sure. a, a mini split or yeah, something yeah, yeah. they, they of course unlikely. didn't do that yeah. it's a spec home yep yep so that's the problem is yeah. ventilation the garage to me in my area is yeah. a huge thing because you pull in with the wet car yep you've got this super tight garage insulated yep. garage yep. door it's a lot of moisture moisture and guess what it has to go someplace yep. and it's going to go mold and all of your boxes and everything else oh, totally. you've got stored oh totally well and and if your house isn't hopefully it is but if it's not doesn't have a fresh air system it's not pressurized you open that garage door and all that moisture and all that mold and whatever it is that's floating in the air is floating right into your kitchen or whatever it is it's attached to your to your garage there because yeah. mother nature is always trying to balance things out sure is. so if you've got that dryer and the moisture air yeah. it's gonna move yeah. It's going to come right in. Uh, we're totally with you on the garage ventilation. We we make, um, well, we used to just call them attic ventilators, but now they're yeah. attic, attic and garage. So if you don't have a finished space or you're able to put mm-hmm. one in, we've got solar powered. So you can sort of nice. do your passive home if that's what you're looking for, whatever it is. So we have a way to mechanically ventilate. And then we've got like in-wall or through-wall fans that really help to ventilate that. See, We've got a, a guy on our team. His uncle uh, lives in a town not near where, or not too far from where we're headquartered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it gets cold. It was minus 7 Fahrenheit when I Ooh. left on Tuesday to come here. Dude. Uh, so it feels warm here even though it's in the 30s. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, he had the same issue. He had a, a finished space, brought the car in. It was full of snow from a, a sure. heavy snow day that was all starting to melt. And uh, as it melted, it was running out of the garage as it should. It froze his garage door to oh, the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Of course so I saw it that did. dripping and I was like, oh, I wonder if that's the same problem. So he was like, so my friend that, uh, my colleague is our product manager for that line. And he was like, I have a solution. Yeah. He was like, why don't, why aren't we doing this in garages? So we tested all of our stuff. We went out, out east and did the salt test and whatever it is. And, you know, did the whole thing. And now we have fans that can work in that space to ventilate. And let's be real. It's not just moisture. Most people store their garbage and recycling and gas and oil and paint and all these things that are horrible fumes that come into your house. Oh, Caroline and I, when we did our first video thing, when her and I were, when she was on the show, of course, she looked in the background and goes, why do you have all those things in your garage? Yeah. And that was its own show talking about the bad things in Eric's garage. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now That's they're outside in the in my carport on a shelf. But it was one of those things that it was like... We it, don't think about it, right? Because that's where I dad didn't. stored it. That's where grandpa stored it. That's just where else I don't want it to freeze. It? I'm going to keep it in there so it's a little warmer. Totally. And it's right. like, oh, wow, I am just hyperloading the space with VOCs. We need to think about it because, like I said, it comes it comes right in. You open that door, it comes right in, right? right. So we got to think about that. So, yes, ventilating a garage I think is a really cool idea. And then, like I said, get that, get that ERV, get that fresh air system mm-hmm. in. You can do it a, a, a less expensive way, uh, a value way, if you will, yeah. uh, by putting a supply fan in, right? right. So you just need to mechanically draw air in no question. to kind of pressurize your house just a little bit. You want like one or two uh, CFMs, right? Yeah. You want a little more air going out than would be coming in if there's anywhere that it can come out or in, right? right? If you don't have a fully sealed passive home. Yeah. Boy, someday, I hope. Yeah, yeah. My, I mean, I've got 1977 house. It's, yeah, it's meant happening. to breathe, yeah, right, you know? Right. It's like, all right, well, I think the aluminum uh, foil on that old craft insulation has probably got yeah. the most, you know, the most insulation out of everything. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's literally, you know, I got... What's my uh, weather-resistant barrier? 30-pound felt that's yeah. nailed up. You know, it's uh, that just, sounds about right. It's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. But those are those things that people don't think about. No. That, and you don't want to pull out next year's Christmas stuff or holiday stuff, and all of a sudden you're like, wow, this uh, this white thing that goes around the bottom of the tree sure's got a lot of black spots on it. Yep. And even if it doesn't, it's going to smell like it does, or... Yeah. It's still there anyway, right? Yeah. You can't see a lot of these contaminants. No, you totally can't. Oh, man, you bring up a good point. Uh, basements. 
Oh yes. All right. Let's so, talk about uh, that. dehumidifiers, right? And, oh. and making sure you've got fresh air in your basement. I have, uh, I've also was built in the eighties and it, uh, has finished out basement, which mm-hmm. is great. I have, that's where my office is. I sure. mean, it's, I call it my dungeon. Yeah. It's not a man cave. It's a dungeon because yeah. that's where I do work. Exactly. So, no, it's a dungeon. Anyway, it's a dungeon. uh, th- that's another spot where, uh, moisture control is, is hard, right? Yeah. If you, if you don't have the right drainage outside, I can't help you there, but like, if you don't have the right drainage, you could have mold growing in your basement. You could have water leaking in. I've got the, uh, mineral crystals growing on one of my walls. Yep. Previous owners put in a nice patio and did not pitch it far oh. enough. So I've got some water coming down. And so I've got a dehumidifier. Well, yeah. we've got dehumidifiers as well that do whole home. And um, I think your point about sort of those yellowing and black spots and mold and mildew growing on Christmas decorations, I literally had that issue and I had to put in a dehumidifier myself for my house because I was having problems with, with moisture. I can't tell you how many times I was working for a while there helping out a, a, an advertiser years ago on the show and uh, they had uh, a basement you know foundation company okay. so they did basement waterproofing and stuff yep. like that I can't tell you how many places I went into maybe it was a lawyer's office and they had the basement of the 1920s house and that's where all the file boxes were and I'd get the phone call because they'd be pulling the files out and the, the wall looked like it was a black mat oh, no. mesh you know oh no and they had all the files that were all now had been contaminated they had all this testing and stuff. And then they had to figure out why is the water coming in. Right. But it was the same kind of thing. Yeah. That was a humidity issue because it was even across the entire wall yeah. front to back. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so dehumidifier is huge. You have crawl spaces and things like that, right? It doesn't matter where you live. If you've got something that's under the ground level, there's potential moisture issue there. The ground is wet all the yeah. time, right? Unless you live in the desert. And even then, there's still moisture down there. Yeah, so. I, I think it was Nikki Kruger that told me if, uh, if you've got grass growing outside, then you probably have a humidity issue that you're not aware of. Oh, yeah, absolutely, 100%. She's pretty smart. You, she you, is. you can tell her I said that. Okay. I think, she, I think she's pretty smart. Make sure she listens. That's so, good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think it's totally right. We, we have to pay attention to that. So we, we've, we've now made that part of our whole home ventilation plan, right? We, we've got that product lineup of dehumidifiers and um, whole home ones, big, giant units. We even some go in-wall, thinking about multifamily and things mm-hmm. like that. Maybe you have a condo and, and you're able to do that. It just goes right into your two-by-four, like, construction yeah. and you've got humidification we um are, uh my colleague uh my colleague travis wow yeah. i can talk today uh manages all that stuff and, and he and i were talking and he said hey do you know what shoulder season is he said i don't know what you're yeah. talking about and he said it's spring and fall he said where it's maybe too cold to run the air conditioner but too humid and so you need it to run right right or it's too hot to run the furnace but you need it to run because yeah. you need to mitigate the moisture I was like that's a really good idea and i you you and i have probably somewhat similar uh weather we might get a little colder than yeah. you but there's a lot of humidity it's the temperatures are perfect but a lot of humidity in those seasons yep. that whole home dehumidifier will fix that problem and i think it brings up a point too that I learned this year, this last year, uh, your air conditioner does not is not a dehumidifier. No, it's not its job. No, but we think it is because that's what we use it for. And I learned this actually this last year in some of the seminars I was teaching because I had other experts on there as well. Yeah, is that you know like in Florida and some of these other really hot places that AC unit might only last you. Their planned lifespan could be a decade. Yeah. Or many other places it's yeah. twenty years, right? Yeah. Right, unless you're changing it out for something more efficient, sure. we won't get into that. But that's kind of that planned lifespan. You can double the life of that by controlling humidity because yes. you're taking that load off because yes. it's trying to shed all that moisture. Yep. 
and you've got now a, a less efficient system as yep. it's trying to shed that yep. moisture. Yeah, it actually, and then you can right-size your system. You don't need a big system. Well, oftentimes, we're putting in or asking our builders or our contractors, well, I need a system that's three times bigger because I want to manage my moisture. Well, if you had just put it in a dehumidifier, you'd have managed your moisture, right? And you could have downsized that system, and they're not cheap, right? Yeah. So uh, I think that's a really good point, and uh, I think an ERV helps solve some of that, too. Seriously. Because right? there can be some moisture removal there, or it'll save moisture in the winter when you need to keep it in your house. Yeah. When you've got that humidifier you know, going on your system, like that you've got a carrier. I'm sure you've got a carrier humidifier oh, yeah. built on that. I do, too. Don't. <gasps> I oh. don't. Do you have too much moisture all year? I have usually too much okay. moisture. All right. Rarely, I'll have a. We'll get that winter cold storm that comes yeah. in, so I'll have it for a couple of days, and that's it. Not so enough. what do I do? I just turn on the steam shower. Yeah, yeah, right. Seriously, <laughs> and just turn off the bath fan while you're running. I turn it, the bath fan yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. I turn the power off to the bath fan. I like and, it. Uh, and um, but here's the one thing I realized. Oh. This was my mistake. Yeah. Because out in the hallway out there, I've got a really nice smoke detector. Oh, that no. smoke detector. I'm sitting there, and I turn the steam on. I run over here to get something real quick, and all of a sudden the smoke detector is going off. Oh, it was full on blare. Like I asked for, it. I'm like, "What just happened?" I go yeah. up there and I'm like, "It steam's going right into oh, it." Oh no! I was like, "Oh, come on!" Oh no! I did that oh, to myself. Cool. Yeah. It was just, you know, uh, I'm like, uh, right. bonehead. Hey, oh, that does steam yeah. too. Good to know. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's cool. Know. Wow. Yeah. No, I think uh, I think that moisture mitigation uh, in your home, that humidity is just it's a huge deal. I mean, it's it's a comfort thing too. We don't think about that oh, un- right? until we're there, and and we're we often think it's the temperature that's making us feel better. It really is moisture in the air that's making it feel good. You can have a 74 degree home with the right humidity, 40%, 40 foot, whatever, 50%, and you'll feel great. And you could have it at 68 and and 80% humidity, and it's going to feel gross. How many times to our audience out there do you walk in the house and go, man, it feels hot in here? And you look at the thermostat, even a digital one, yeah. and go, it's 70. Right. Wow. Or you walk in and go, man, it's got a chill in here, yep. and it's 70. Yep. And that's the exact that's reason. Moisture. That's moisture. That's it in my house, my leaky house in Wisconsin, where uh, in the winter I keep it at high 60s, and in the yeah. summer I keep it at in the low 70s, and, and they feel drastically different. It right. feels colder uh, oftentimes in the winter, even though it's it's not. I might even turn it up, and it still feels colder because yeah. my air is dry or too warm or yeah. whatever. It's too moist. It's, so you really got to, as a homeowner out there, I just beg you to watch the humidity. Do you yeah. know what it is? Yeah. And the easy way, here's my easy button on that. Just jump on Amazon and pick up one of those weather stations where you have the inside and the outside one. Oh, sure. That have humidity. Yeah. Because you can go down and put that sensor in that corner of the garage. Yeah. Or that corner of the basement yep. or wherever yep. else. And then you can look at it and go, wow, that's high. Yeah. I got a problem. And see specifically in one area. Uh, overture is a good spot for that, too. Just thinking about that as you're saying that, you can put a, an overture sensor in, in every corner of your house, every room of your house. And all you did was just put the sensors in. At least know what's going on in your home. Right. Like, understand what's happening. Understand. Oh. Okay, I'm gonna where go plug moisture mine in now. You should. <laughs> yeah. Where's the moisture? Where's the, where's it too high? Where's VOCs? You said you have dog, right? Yeah, I have dog too. Uh, pet dander. We don't see it oftentimes, yeah. right? Unless you see that uh, that sunlight shining through a window, yep. and you see the floaties. That's also a sign that you have bad indoor air quality. But if you see yes. those floaties, that could be pet dander floating around, oh, yeah. right? The sensors will pick that up and yeah. say, hey, not only do you have a moisture problem, but you've got stuff floating in your air. You've got new carpet that's emitting VOCs, right? So exactly. I know what's going on in your home. I did go too far on trying to clean my air, and I had to actually unplug a unit. Not something you guys yeah, have yeah. done, so I'll just say that out there. And I won't use the brand, but it's one of those space-age air cleaners yeah. where they come through and they kind of create the ozone. Oh, no. Which, it, it's not ozone, but it's that, oh, you yeah, know, I got it's you. The, I got you. not I the ozone, but it's the, they create that uh, hydrogen peroxide yeah, particle yeah, yeah. stuff. 
uh, Julie was trying to bake bread and the yeast wouldn't rise in the house. Oh, interesting. She's like, I keep throwing yeast away. What's going on? And all of a sudden, the second time that happened, I went, let's go out and do it in the outdoor kitchen and see what happens. Yeah. It's 70 degrees outside, yeah. 70 inside. Worked, yeah. Worked out there perfectly. Interesting. So now... I just unplugged it because I'm like, okay, that's yeah. scary to me. Yeah. And there might be science behind it. I don't know. Yeah. But I, yeah. in my thing, I'm like, uh, I don't like that. Yeah. If I can't cook. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's an issue. Good. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, uh, I think then ventilation is like key. I know people are, are concerned with what's in their air. We, you know, we had this whole scare on the pandemic and we yep. were, now we're talking about kitchen range ventilation yes. and making sure that's out, right? Ventilate, 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 yes. ventilate. I don't think we think about it enough. 8% of people use their range hoods. Right. Like that's crazy low Isn't number, it? right? And and that's the stuff that's floating around in our air. Yeah. There's all kinds of craziness, and it's going to affect your cooking. If you've got all kinds of junk in your air, your food might taste different. You're going to smell it differently, yeah. right? You're going to taste Who it differently. Who likes walking in the house two hours later after you like had salmon or something, yeah. or you had Smelling some it. fish and you know uh, catfish tonight or whatever, yeah. and you're like, man, it still smells like fish, and I took the trash yeah. out already. I know that means you've got that ventilation. That problem. means you've got bad ventilation. Yeah, you, yeah, it's, it's it's a huge deal. I, I think. Um, I think we really need, as a country and, and as homeowners, to like to focus on it and think about it because it, it matters. Uh, there's a lot of science out there around how it affects health, how it affects our wellness. Even even if you don't want to dig into the scientific research or whatever it is, just the way you feel. Right? Yes. We we what we feel good when we open the windows. Right? Like yeah. that's a ah, breath of fresh air. Right. Sometimes. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not always the case, right? Yeah. We talked about forest fires, pollen. It could be too humid. It could be too cold, too hot. Mechanical ventilation, putting in a system that can actually do it for you will make you feel good. I don't care about the science. If you're not worried about your health and you have perfect health yeah. and you don't have asthma, whatever it is, that's fine. But your wellness, your well-being, the way you feel every day. And your house you is good. cleaner, too. And Think your about your dusting. Oh, my goodness. Right? Gone. You're dusting and you're like, oh, my gosh, this house is always dusty. Guess yeah. what? That's coming out of the air that you're breathing. That's exactly right. Like I said, those floaties, when the, the sun floaties. beam comes through. That's the that's stuff that's the floaties yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And so that's 100%. one of those things. And so, like, in my house, I was, again, when we started doing this, I wanted to have better indoor air quality. Yeah. So I got rid of all the carpets. Good I have hardwoods idea. or Same. vinyl. It's yep. just like luxury vinyl plank. Yep. You know, first floor, all real hardwoods. And yep. I have a little robotic vacuum that's one of the, the LG ones yeah, yeah, yeah. that I go on. And it, I send it out once a day and it perfect. grabs dog hair. Yep. And it's not perfect, but it's a good start. Yeah, it, it beats doing it yourself. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, automation, right? Again, I keep bringing it back, but overture. The, uh, I don't think we talked about my range hood that's got the yes. infrared sensor. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Let's talk All about right. this because have, we have a new range hood that came with our range, yep. and uh, Julie doesn't like it because it sounds like an aircraft taking off. Yeah. You know, it's just what it is. I get is, it. I mean, it's a small space to move a lot of air. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I get, I get it, but it. this one shakes and rattles a little bit, okay. but you know what I mean. It's one yeah. of those. Yeah. You have one that is nearly silent yeah. over there. You hear air moving and it's automatic easy. Automatic, button. yeah. I think this automation thing is really where it's going. We want to take this off of your hands. You shouldn't have to worry mm -hmm. about it. We talked about earlier. So this range hood has built into it an infrared sensor that'll sense the heat coming off your cooktop. Yep. Doesn't matter what you got, what kind of cooktop, gas, wood, I don't care. Uh, I don't know if you nuclear, can you get nuclear range? I don't think that's uh, a thing. Yet. Okay, well, all right. Not yet, yeah, I heard yet. Wait. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, <laughs> it'll sense the heat coming off and then say, all right, I'm going to turn on. And it'll turn on and ramp its fan speed up based on the amount of heat coming off. Yeah. So if you're just from like making some scrambled eggs, yeah. you don't, it's not high. You're on low heat, right? You don't need yeah. it high. It'll only turn on to low. You won't hear it. It's so quiet on its low speed, you won't even know it's on. It'll ramp up to high when you need it. But at that point in time, you're probably banging pots and pans and stirring stuff anyway. So a little bit of noise probably isn't a big deal. And then it turns back down. 
So you're not yeah. worried about it, right? And I think that's the issue that people have is like, they turn it on, they turn it on high, they're doing their stuff, and they walk away and they're setting the table and this thing is blaring in the background. Yeah. This thing will automatically ramp itself down and then turn off. You don't Same. have to touch it. And I've got a, a little daughter, she's only 18 months old now, a year and a half. I'm gonna say a year and a half because yeah. I hate the whole month thing. I know, anyway. I know. All right, year Good and a half. Call. I'm gonna have her cooking with me pretty soon. When she starts to cook with me, I don't want her reaching over the range, See? hot range, boiling water, you know, whatever it is to, to reach up and touch it. You know, we think about people are aging in place and that still want to cook, but, you know, aren't as, aren't as stable. Or we work with a lot of veterans groups and, and we build homes with uh, Homes for Our Troops and yes. the Gary Sinise Foundation. Shout out to both those guys. Oh, man. Um, Talk about amazing organizations. Oh, yeah. They do such cool stuff. Especially Sinise. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That yeah. dude's a saint. He's doing so much to get the word out. I love oh. it. They they, uh, they do a ton of great PR work, a ton of work around that. Homes for Our Troops builds a ton of homes. homes? They don't, yeah. they, they they're silent. They're very, they're little very quiet. Very quiet. But man, both those organizations are just killing it. Yeah. We, um, we wanted to help them. So we're providing them with range hoods that are remote controlled or automated yes. or whatever. So they don't have to touch it. We're giving them the overture system so they nice. don't have to worry about anything. They don't have to remember. See? You know, they got enough on their mind with medical They've stuff done and so raising much. a family. Why not just make it the easy button, Make right? it easy, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, dude, thank you guys for doing that. Thanks. That's a huge no, deal. We, that's that's something it. that we got to celebrate because yeah. that's, I'd love to see companies stepping up for those things because yeah. that's that's what needs to happen yeah. out there. Absolutely. And, uh, thank yeah, you they for served that. us. We, we need to serve them in every exactly. we can, so we're there. So, but yeah. Talking range hoods, that's why I didn't, as a kitchen designer of 30 yeah. years, I didn't like using micro hoods. Oh, yeah. Because to me, they were a huge safety issue. One, yeah. they don't ventilate well. Nope. You know, I even mean, if got, they do ventilate out, they don't cover enough of the range. You're missing the first two burners, yeah. which is the ones we use most and often. Yeah, and there's no capture area to right. it because it's it's like it's a, tiny. it's just like this eight inch part of the vent yeah. in there. That's yeah. all you get, and there's yeah. no capture area to it. Yep. And they just don't work. And I have to lean across a, a hot stove to put something in. Yeah. And if I'm carrying something like a bowl of soup, Ooh, it's yeah. above my eyes yeah, many yeah, yeah. times for many people. Yeah. I'm tall, but yeah. you're tall, but yeah. still putting up, bringing a hot liquid out of a top shelf of a cabinet. Isn't not the smartest smart. thing to be not doing every day. Not smart at all. No, I'm with you. How, how's that? Uh, you got a 48-inch range. Yeah. That's a pretty big microwave. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> it's two of them. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's a very good point. Yeah. I think even think about the ranges you have now in people's homes, right? If you're looking at yours now, make sure it comes out far enough that it's going to capture, right? That's yes. big. If it's not, consider getting a new one. Find something that does come out far enough to capture off the front because there's a lot that escapes that you can't see. You can't see the things in air. That's that's the problem with indoor air quality. We can't see it. I can see if I have dirty water for the most yeah. part, Lot right? Yeah. I can't see it. Radon, we've got radon in our issue of the country. Yeah. It's really yeah, bad. As well, too. I have to have a system. So I had to have a guy come in and test it, right? That's one thing in your air. Yeah. And we know that it causes cancer and other things. Clearly. So do all the carcinogens that come off of our range when we're cooking, right? We know it, but we have to eat. We have to cook, so we're going to continue to do it. Make sure you ventilate. It's yes. it's an equally uh, horrible issue. Uh, it, but it's easy to solve. In, but it's so easy But that's to solve. the thing. This yeah. isn't like, oh, I've got to change my lifestyle. Yeah. i got to do this. It's not nope. like your doctor going... Hey, you got to quit eating steaks every week or whatever. Yep. This is, hey, I have a solution that's fairly yep. easy. Someone can install it. Yep. And then it's just going to keep going and take care of it. Yep, totally. That's the beauty of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and go and listen to the range hoods. Uh, go to your local appliance dealer. Mm -hmm. I think that's an issue we talked about, the noise, right? Yeah. Go and listen. They should be able to turn them on for you yeah. and ask about it. How can I get a quieter range hood? What do I need to do to make it quieter? Uh, maybe it doesn't need to run at full power all the sure. time. That's why these automated hoods are so great because it, it'll run what it needs to run, not whatever button you hit unless you want it there yeah. like go for it yeah. as a kitchen designer i've seen a trend too and i just want to mention this yeah there are so many people out there that'll go and buy the offshore like wood what, hoods with inserts yeah 
But the problem is, is that fire code says that that liner that is over that has to cover the cooking surface yes. of the range. Yes. So if you have a 36 inch range, you can't put a 36 inch wood hood over no. it. You need to go bigger because yes. the inside has to be 36, Correct. not the outside. That's a really good idea. Or if you're working with a designer, make sure you're asking that. They should know, but make sure you're asking them. Make sure that you're involved in that because it is crucial to have good ventilation and to not have a fire in your kitchen. Yeah. And then and if you clean do, your vents. Yeah. Clean your vent. Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah. Right. Anyway, sorry. No, no. That's a great example. When was the last time you cleared the vent? Did you yeah. clean that up there? And yeah. people go, There's a you're supposed to clean there? it? Yeah. I, I can't say how many people I built luxury kitchens for. Yeah. And I'd always like to go out a year later and, and see how things are going. Sure. Do that kind of warranty yeah, with the contractor course. and yeah. stuff. And I'd go over to the range head and I'd pop and take a look at it. I'm like, you know, there's a little jar or something you got to clean out up there, right? Yeah. And they yeah. look at you in horror and go, what? What? Yeah. What? I know I told you this when we did yeah. this, but you had so much in your yeah, mind. Yeah, you were looking at those beautiful counters. I exactly. Get it. Yeah. But Again, yeah. do that. No, that's really smart. Most of our um, our filters are uh, dishwasher safe. See? So it's super easy. Oh right? This isn't complicated. We're trying to make it super easy because we want people to use yeah. it. We we really, truly believe that you will have a better life. Our, our mission is better air, better life. We believe you will have a better life if you're taking care of your indoor Amen. quality. Amen. Now, we, we got to talk about your upgrades yeah. to range hoods because... There are millions of people out there yep. that look up and go, okay, I got the Builder Basic range hood. Oh, it's Bath Fan. Bath Fan, I mean. Bath Sorry, fan. thank you. No, nope, you're good. Bath Fan. And you look up there and go, okay, I know that's that's the Builder Special Brown yeah. yep. that everyone's used it works for it does what it 40 needs years, to. right? Yeah. Yep. But they're not the quietest. No. Nope. They don't move the most air. No. Nope. And they're not really sexy. And they're probably dirty. You probably have buildup of like, you know, toilet paper fuzz and towel fuzz and God knows what else up there. Yeah. yeah. When was the last time you cleaned that out? Uh, you you clean it? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. See, that's no, the point. That's, that's the point, yeah. And uh, so I'll start. Yes, you can. You can actually replace them. We'll get to that in a second. But yeah. I will say before you, you you worry about it, the first thing people freak out about is, yeah, but it's really hard to pull down and get out of that slot. I know it is horrible. We're working on a better solution for that. We got your backs. In the meantime, don't worry. You're not going to break it. If you do, I've got a solution. If you need to change it out, you want to change it out, or you broke it, i got a solution. So we have upgrades. You can get them at your local hardware store, Home Depot, Lowe's, Ace, Menards. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter. We are at your, your do-it-bests, wherever it is, we're yeah. there. Um, we've got upgrades that you can replace that and, and give it a light, yeah. or give it a multicolor light, or give it a multicolor light and a Bluetooth speaker. See? Yeah. And that's and for the people out there, not everybody's handy like you and I that can go right, out and do that. Right. And and maybe even that bathroom's got a ten foot ceiling and you're like, sure. hey, I I am yep. not comfortable doing that. Yep. And things are expensive out there right now in the world yeah. and I understand that and maybe you can't afford to have the professional come out and do yeah. it. Yeah. This is a great I don't want to use the word band-aid, but it's going to get you an upgrade to yeah. get to the next level yes. that you really kind of want to have. Yeah. But this will really help you take yeah. that next step I think a lot to of make people it better. aren't using it because they don't like it. It's ugly. It's loud. Uh, we didn't talk about it, but we have a motor upgrade. We call it a quick kit upgrade. Nice. You can replace the actual motor. So it'll go from more. more most people have a 50 CFM, yeah. which is probably underpowered. That's what code was back in the day. Yep. We weren't thinking as well about ventilation or houses were so leaky like yours and mine. It really didn't yeah, matter. It didn't matter. All right, exactly. But now we're thinking about it more and you want proper ventilation. So get this upgrade motor, get this quick kit and you can just, it's still a little plate that is a, that pops out. There's not even a screw. 
There's no, right? there's no, like, the, you need a screwdriver only just to, like, bend a little metal tab, and that's yeah. it. And then it pops out. There's a little plug, a regular outlet plug, and you just pop a new one in, and now you've got a quieter fan. It'll have 80 CFM. It'll be, like, 30% quieter, right? It, it, it's so much better, right? And, so, it, and that's a simple thing. And I don't have to hire the contractor to come out. Those guys are great, but, like, they've got better things to do, too. They they're, they want to help you make sure your whole home is working, not your little powder room, right? So yeah. this is an easy one that you can do. And then when you, when you decide that you really want to do something cool, then call your guy up and say, hey, I want that bacteria-killing fan. Exactly. Or oh, that surface shield. Put that in my bathroom, yeah, please. absolutely. Yeah. Or I want the one with the with the big Bluetooth and the color yeah. light show and all that stuff. Or the Alexa one where yeah, you can yeah. yell at it to uh, tell you the weather or play your podcast or order more yeah. shampoo, which I always You can I go, hey, forget. play around the house with Eric G on there right you're, on your You're bathroom. just going to miss the shampoo joke. Y'all can't see me. I can't I, um, see the, yep. I don't I, have any hair. Yeah. Well, I, at least on my head. You've got a, an epic beard, though, well, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate but we it. Have to, we, you got a great shampoo. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to shampoo that, yeah. So anyway, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, great, it's a great option. There's a ton out there. We even make a, the recess light so we can put a light in that doesn't look like it. I think we talked about that earlier. Yeah. It doesn't look like a fan, right? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of options. Find something that works for you. Take a poke around. Visit our website, bronenewtone.com, bron-newtone.com. Take a look. There's some cool stuff. You know, yeah. give us a call. Give us a ring. I got a podcast coming out, too, that's going to talk just about indoor air quality. Come check that out we yeah, have ideas for you great. yeah that's yeah. gonna be great yeah and you guys just have a great booth in here i mean Thanks. you explain so many different things in here and the visual of that yeah and especially with with fresh air systems you have a yeah. lot to talk about here with yeah. that and that's really one of the things i want people to really get out of this yeah. today is ventilation and dealing with that fresh air yeah. in your home getting it in there yep. and getting it where you can control it yep because yep. i tell you what that is the two of the biggest things we deal with out there totally all right, totally. we miss anything today, my friend? No, that's it. I just thanks for coming by. This thanks is great. for having me, man. Yeah, this, this is our annual event. It right? is now. Yeah, <laughs> let's keep it rolling. I love it. Let's keep it going, and I'm looking forward to next year because yeah. every year you guys do something a little bit yeah. new, interesting, and I tell you what, it just keeps expanding. And last year, Overture was brand new. Yeah, and now you've what? Well, you actually let's talk about that for a second. Okay. You have that new outlet, right? Yeah. So we've got a hardwired version of it that will now. Um, that you can put in any place in your house. You can hardwire it in and it'll sense for everything going on in your home. So put it in every room, put it all over the place, know what's going on in your home. And then like I mentioned earlier, it's a it's a best indoor product winner here. Congrats. Thanks. That is awesome. I appreciate that's it. something yeah. you're proud of. Yeah, you know? that's very, yeah we're super happy. This is not just a little tiny show. No, this is miles of, of show floor. Yeah, I mean, there is literally miles of show floor here and the biggest and the best are here. Yeah. And to take home, yeah. that's pretty that's epic. show, yeah. All right, Love brother. It. Thanks for coming on, Dave. Yeah, thanks. All right. I'm Eric G, and you've been listening to Around the House. Somewhere unseen and undiscovered, anywhere beyond the mean, life is a love song, let's be lovers we're all over the radio take my hand i know where to go all over the radio with you hey it's eric g from around the house are you planning a decking or siding project this year if you are you've got to check out my friends at millboard millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction hand molded from the finest oak 
It realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.